Welcome to LOA Today. I'm Walt Eason here with Alex King. Today is Tuesday, October the 1st, 2019. It is 4 p.m. New York time. That's 1 p.m. in Los Angeles, 9 p.m. in London, 5 a.m. in Tokyo, and 6 a.m. in Sydney, Australia. Wherever you are in the world, thank you for joining us for another episode of LOA Today, your daily dose of happy. And uh, we're both happy to be here because we just barely made it, like with minutes to spare. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Which kind of shows the way our days have been going. We hope your day has been going perhaps even a little bit better than ours. I, uh, mm-hmm. I got the feeling that yours has been a little bit hectic today, Alex, and mine has been too. Am I reading that correctly? Uh, I wouldn't say hectic. Um, I hadn't slept in like four days, so I was literally trying to get a nap in today. Oh, jeez. And then everybody was, like, texting me, so I was like, all right, that's not happening. And then I fell asleep at 3, and I, my alarm went off, and I was like, I just need 10 more minutes. Oh. And I was like, no. And then I yelled at myself. I was like, get up. Get up. Oh, no. Oh. Well, maybe you can get to sleep tonight. That's when you're supposed to sleep anyway, so maybe that's when it's going to happen. Yeah, Okay. <laughs> well, I was trying to be optimistic, you know. You, you keep trying. You I do keep, keep trying. Yeah. I keep hoping. I keep wishing. I keep praying. I keep thinking. Of course, yeah. you have to receive it, but still, I, I keep trying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. So, I don't think I have a particular topic in mind. Uh, I have, in the past, said, well, you probably don't have a topic either, but I'm not going to assume that. So, do you have a topic? I actually have two that I think we can meld into one. See, I mean, you're just amazing. You come up with topics five minutes after you wake up. It's pretty darn good. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, I come up with a lot of stuff. So what do you while have in I'm mind? To sleep. Okay, so uh, we talk about this a lot, but I don't think we ever made a subject out of it. Okay. So um, Shelly Epperly had made a comment on someone's post that literally just said, "How do I get my ex back?" Ah. And then the other topic I had in mind was I wanted a continuation on the topic we were talking about baggage because we forgot that we mainly talked about emotional baggage. We didn't talk about the other kind of baggage. Which is? Physical baggage. Physical baggage. Like, physical baggage. Like the kind that you take on a trip. No, I mean like when you start a new relationship and you're like, like my friend asked me, so what kind of baggage does she come with? And I'm like, well, what kind do you mean? I was like, yeah, he's he's got a trust issues a little bit, but at the same time, are you talking about the fact that he has a kid? Like, what kind of baggage are you talking about? Oh, I see. Mm-hmm. I never really thought of a kid as baggage, but I see what you I don't either, but that's yeah. that's the general rule when someone has, like, a kid or, you know, baby's mamas and all this stuff. That's, that's baggage, allegedly. To me, that's more along the lines of a red flag, meaning that if the other person isn't interested in the fact that you have a kid, that's a red flag. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's more like, you know... I don't think I want to be talking to you. Yeah, that's not, that's not, if that's not in your wheelhouse, that's not the person for you. That's right. Thanks, but no thanks. Yeah. Yeah. So I think we can put that one to bed pretty quickly. That doesn't take a whole lot of time. That's just more right. like, we're done on that one. <laughs> but the other one. The other one. Yeah, the other one is a little bit more, um, let's just say, well, the word of the day yesterday was ubiquitous. And I would say that one is, is definitely ubiquitous. Ubiquitous meaning it's everywhere. Okay, because I was like, mm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Ubiquitous is one of those words you have to look up. But, mm-hmm. yeah, it, it basically means you, you find it everywhere. Okay. And, yep. I mean, certainly it's anywhere, definitely everywhere ubiquitous. on social media. Yeah, oh, it's all yeah. over the place. Right. So, yeah. Well, um, I'll take a first stab at it, and then you can uh, chime in afterward. How about that? All right. All right. So, well, it's like anything else. You can attract anything into your life. Mm-hmm. Um. Now, when you're talking about someone else being involved, obviously they have the same ability. So, mm-hmm. whereas you would have 100% ability to attract a material thing into your life, because the material thing isn't really likely to be sitting at the other end, you know, thinking all this negative stuff about you, so driving you away. So, so you're not going to get that kind of resistance going on, right? As you might get with a human being. Um, so that's going to be 100%, where the human being is not 100% because the other person is also doing their attracting, whether they know they're doing it or not. However, we do know that there is a great deal of ability that we all have to influence others. And influence, it, it kind of gets a bad name among people who are trying to you know, forcibly drag somebody into their life using LOA. But actually, influence is pretty big. Yeah. It's pretty, pretty strong. It, there, there's a lot you can influence in life about other people because most of the time – most people aren't 
highly resistant to other certain people. There are times when they are, but it's not like we go around our lives saying, boy, I really don't want to have anything to do with Alex for the rest of my life. You know, it just doesn't work that way. Right. Especially with Alex. But (laughs) I mean, just in general, that just does not compute. So most, (laughs) most of the time we can actually influence others in ways that we want to influence them. And I want to put a little caveat in here. We can influence them for what we might call the good, meaning for what we like and prefer. We can also influence them in ways that we do not prefer and do not like. But once again, that same caveat comes into play. If if the other person is feeling great and you're trying to cast a, a spell on them, a, a, like an evil witch or something, good <laughs> luck. It's not going to work real well. <laughs> that person's got to be in that same receptive frame of mind for that evil spell to work. Otherwise, forget it. It's not going to work. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you're better off just kind of going for, you know, the good stuff. Right. The stuff that feels good to you, that you, that you like, that you prefer, and so forth. And on that score, we have a lot of, of I won't call it control, but we have a lot of influence. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. have a lot of ability to influence others. So... If we assume that this other person you're trying to attract back is in some way perhaps receptive to the idea of it, even if they haven't even thought of it yet, now, there has to be some degree of receptivity. But if there is, yeah, yeah, you can you can definitely attract them back. Very doable. And you do it just the same way you do anything else. You mm-hmm. get into the frame of mind of, well, let's imagine a scene, and in that scene, uh, the other person, I don't know, calls me up or texts me or something and we have mm-hmm. a conversation and it's feeling so good and it's working and you know old issues are being ironed out and you, know, you just play it out in your mind the yep. way that you want it to actually be and and this is really key so often we as human beings have a tendency to how do i say it to to not go for the gusto you know well i just want him back or i just want her back you know we don't say well i want her back but I want her to be in a great mood all the time, and we're having a fabulous time with everything we're doing, and everything just clicks, and everything feels good, and we're clearly, you know, we're we're, we're, we're clearly matched for each other. We're we're good fit, and all. I mean, go for it, go for the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Don't just go for it. Well, I want it back. Yeah. Because I mean, that's like asking for a used car. <laughs> you know, what what's the condition? I mean, come on. <laughs> Probably a lemon. Just saying. Well, yeah, and and that happens an awful lot, and I think it's because people are really specific. Now, along the lines of specificity, I will also say you're a lot better off not asking for a particular person back. As much Agreed. as people might want to attract that other person back, most often you're not. You're, you're you're better off not doing that, mainly because when you do that, you limit yourself mm-hmm. in ways that you don't even know. Mm-hmm. Because if what you're really doing is blocking yourself from attracting someone else who might be even better in mm-hmm. your life, yep. Well, first of all, you'll never know it because they'll never show up, right? And second of all, you're setting yourself for a halfway experience it's like mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. you know why should i settle for second best i agree i totally agree so that's my take on it have i left you anything anything left on the bone to chew on i mean a <laughs> little bit a little bit okay go for it um how do i check my ex back you can but you don't want to oh like you said you're putting up roadblocks for what the universe is trying to put in place for you mm and that could be a better person. That could be time apart for the person that you want to be with to become the person that you're supposed to be with. You could be blocking yourself from having time to yourself to do something that you want to do and could become really successful at and not even know it. So, yeah, don't go against the flow of the universe. If somebody's take, if, if, if God's taking someone out of your way and trying to open up a window for you to, you know, get more opportunities... Don't block that. Don't be stupid. (laughs) Don't be stupid. (laughs) Let let go and let God. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) Yeah, there's so much to be to be hoped for beyond what we're initially imagining. That that's Mm -hmm. the thing that's so easy to forget. Yeah. Um, And we have this tendency to set our standards so low. Mm Mm-hmm. It's like Like, I'm a full believer. Like if you don't want to be with me, then uh, I don't know what's wrong with you. But okay, bye. I'll even go, I'll take it to a broader uh, scope mm-hmm. um, beyond trying to attract a person, even an expat, no, mm-hmm. not even person, just anything, trying to attract anything. 
one of the things that people often do when they're first learning, you know, if you're a newbie at it, you're first learning, okay, pick something really easy, right? Mm-hmm. And that's true. You can attract something pretty easily that is easy. But you know what? The more I think about it, the more I think that's not a good idea. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And the Explain. reason I think it's a, a, not a good idea, it's not bad. It's just I don't, I don't think it's the best plan is something that is so small that we really don't care about. It, that's basically training us to focus on something we don't care about in a way that we really, really don't have a whole lot of feeling about. Mm-hmm. I would think we'd want to practice on something that we feel strongly passionate about because we're going to have much quicker success with that kind of thing. Yes. And not just any kind of passion, but passion of, I like it. I prefer <laughs> This is like, this is what I want. This is yep. great. I'm feeling yep. jazzed. I'm feeling good. Mm-hmm. I, oh, please. I got to have that person back because I'm hurting so much. No, that's, no. that's the wrong kind of attraction. That's yeah. attracting more pain. Mm-hmm. That's attracting more suffering. That's why we get so many stories of people attracting somebody back. They get them back and they say, oh, God, why did I do that? This is terrible. Like, hello. <laughs> there was the same problem when you when you went there. It's like it's like quitting a job for a specific set of reasons and then going back to that job, expecting those set of reasons to be fixed. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah and then you sit there the and you're at work quickly. and you're like, why am I here? And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, no, Brenda, that was your decision. Yeah. Yeah. One more argument against the comfort zone, because <laughs> that's what that is. That's going back to that old comfort zone again. Speaking of comfort zones, you're about to spit your teeth out. Ready? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Alex's birth week has been planned. Oh. Oh, yes. How so? Uh, there are one, two, three. Well, it was supposed to be four, but four turned into an indoor activity. So, so there are three outdoor activities. Whoa. And I don't mean outdoors like we're going camping. I mean like outdoors like I'm leaving the house. That's good. Yeah. Because anyone who knows Alex or has listened to the podcast long enough knows that's that could be an issue for you. And you've got them planned that way. Yep. Good on you. Yeah. <laughs> what, what's, what brought this on? Well, I noticed in the last couple of years that um, when I planned my birth week, um, my friends are dwindling off because they – want to do more than hang out at my house, drink and eat cake. So understandable. Yeah. And I was like, okay, all right, I get that. But at the same time, like you're having a baby, you're planning a wedding. I'm trying to help y'all save money. So we can just chill, but it's like, it's the effort versus the effort balance. So it's like, they're driving an hour and a half to come see me. Mm. I have to provide something fun. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Sure. Well, what you're also doing is you're realizing on some level, you realize your comfort zone wasn't all that comfortable. No, it's it's still really comfortable, though. <laughs> well, I'm not saying that it doesn't have comfortable aspects, but there was one yeah. part that became very uncomfortable. Your friends were dwindling. Yeah, yeah. That's uncomfortable. Yeah. So the comfort zone was becoming a little bit uncomfortable. All right, all right, and, touche. And, and, you, and you didn't waste a whole lot of time on it. You said, okay, time to crawl a little bit outside that comfort zone because I don't like that result at all. That's not good. Yeah, well, I mean, it's a little bit. I'm like, I chose activities that don't take longer than an hour, so... That's okay. Yeah. Gotta, Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, take my baby steps. Absolutely. But t- taking steps, that's the key. Yeah. <laughs> you yep. got to take the steps. Mm-hmm. So fabulous. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. You deserve that. That's good. I hope you. I hope that becomes uh, not just first three steps and, and then stop. I hope you're going to turn that into a pattern. I mean, at least once a year, I can say that much. <laughs> So we're talking teeny tiny baby steps. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Yeah. Like we're gonna take three steps out and then turn around and run back in. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. Well, I don't think that's quite the stage of wanting to spit my teeth out, but you know, I'll, I'll at least put a tongue over one tooth. How about that? Well, you don't know what I'm doing though. Oh. Oh. So Sunday, the day, the Sunday before my birthday. My birthday's on the 17th, so the okay. 13th is that that week. That Sunday, no, no, I'm sorry. Is it Sunday? Whatever, someday. Um, <laughs> um, having a lunch or dinner, rather, with uh, two friends I met on Facebook that I've known for a couple of years that I've never met in real life. Nice. So, yeah, we're doing that at my favorite restaurant, the one I took you to. Right. Because okay. it's, the, it's the last day that it's open. So. Oh, okay. And the seafood yeah. there is delicious. So. Oh, yeah. I'm just, just saying. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Cannot wait. 
Um, I'm having lobster because it's my birthday and I can do it. There you go. And uh, the second activity, I was going to get a tattoo, but now that I'm dating a tattoo artist, I don't have to go outside and I don't have to pay for it. It comes to it. <laughs> a little more comfort zone-ish, but that's okay. It's fine with me. Um, so, <laughs> so that was going to be on Wednesday. Thursday, we're going to see me and my mom, and I need a third person, but I don't necessarily need one. We're going to see uh, a psychic. A psychic? Yeah, something I've always wanted to do. I've, I've seen a medium, but I've never seen a psychic. So this is going to so be So what's that about? Um. I don't know. Just I just want a little 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 snippet into my future. See what's happening. Okay. See if I'm on the right path. Are you like Are you walking in with a question in mind or a thought or something that you're hoping that the psychic will address? Health, wealth, and romance. Okay. Yep. That's it. So sorry. I'm done. <laughs> so that, that pretty much covers everything. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so all right. Well, good. So you and got then. Some- Wait, wait, there's more. Wait, there's more. Wait. So then I take a break on Friday, and then Saturday, uh, me and my original friends are doing uh, an escape room. A what? An escape room. An escape room? You never heard of an escape room? I'm afraid I haven't. I live a sheltered life. I'm sorry. Almost as sheltered as yours. (laughs) I mean, I'm still aware of what's going on in the world. I'm just not participating. (laughs) Tell me about it. What is it? Okay, so an escape room is basically a room, and they lock you in, and they give you like 40 minutes to an hour to, um, to decipher all these clues to try to get yourself out of the room. And the rooms are theme based. So, like, say you were in a room where um, you had to break out of Alcatraz. So there's all these clues and stif- different stuff to, like, uh, figure out. It's hard to explain. Well, basically, you got, you got to get yourself out of the room, but you got to figure out the combination lock to get yourself out of the room. So the clues are, like, things that, that would come up in history of, like, you know, um, how many letters in the name of this prisoner and then match up the prisoner to the person on the wall. It's very complicated. People put a lot of thought into these uh, escape rooms. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Escape rooms. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Have at it. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going out to sign up for one, but no, that's okay. To each you all, should, fine. though. It's a great group activity. It's a great um, – a lot of people use it for um, company retreats, you know, to get teamwork going and all that stuff. <laughs> yeah, well, I can see that. That would yeah. be interesting. You're working in a company that's entirely dysfunctional, and they, all, they send everybody to an escape room. And yeah. nobody ever hears from them again. Right. Damn anymore. it, Brenda, that's a five. <laughs> <laughs> Go get some coffee. So, yeah, that type oh, of thing. Yeah, that could be interesting. Hmm. But there's different levels. So we're going to start off on the easy level because this is the first time any of us have done this. Ah, okay. And then with our coupon, we get um, a free try at the virtual reality that they ha- thing they have there. So, so that is that like a safe word? Like after you, you give up after a certain amount of time, do they let you out? No, you got to sit there until the timer's up. The doors won't unlock. Oh, so there's a timer. There is a limit then. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Like usually like 45 minutes to an hour, but the whole oh, okay. point is to beat the time. Right, right. Yeah, so you yeah. can be put up on the wall of, oh, we did it in 10 minutes. I mean, I was thinking of, God forbid, you know, somebody works for a company that sends people to do this, and one of the people who works for the company is claustrophobic. Well, you would you should know ahead of time. They lock the door. Do not go in there. <laughs> That's probably a good idea. Although yeah. some people feel beholden to the company, like I'm going to lose my job, so they put themselves in a bad situation. No, well, then I'm going to lose my there. job because I'm not getting locked in a room. I know you wouldn't. Not off the clock. No. No. no, no, no. <laughs> what if it was on the clock? <laughs> if it was on the clock, I would take it under consideration and probably take some sleep meds and not participate because I'm too uh-huh. busy trying to concentrate on keeping myself from freaking out. Yep. Oh, that makes sense. That makes sense. So we got uh, some interesting discussion going on in the live stream. Oh, um, hello, live streamers. First of all, Jeffrey said, if you're wanting an X back, you have to realize that you are the baggage. Mm. Oh. <laughs> yes, Jeffrey. Yes. Yes. Facts. Mm. And then Jenny chimes in by saying, also, they are your ex for a reason. There was something that I wasn't that right about the, the relationship. Exactly. That's I say that all the time. So good points from the the live stream gallery. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. Oh, Jeffrey likes escape rooms too. See, Jeffrey's cool. He says escape rooms are fun. Just keep your head together. 
Yeah, exactly. Don't get mm-hmm. frustrated and, you know, stay calm and don't don't end up breaking with breaking up with your friends after this. Well, that could be a challenge I could see. <laughs> there's a lot of pressure. But like I said, there's different levels, so we're de- we're definitely going to go with the easy one, which I think is the submarine or something. Mhm. Okay. Well, interesting concept, the idea of the of the escape room. Interesting point about pressure too. Mm. Because it's often been noted that pressure or stress is always mm-hmm. self-induced. And we don't necessarily like to think about it that way. Because it's so we, true, which is why I don't subscribe to stress. We, we, we like to think that, well, the stress happened to me. Somebody did something to me. I, w- I had something imposed upon me. And yet, as you pointed out, we're volunteering for all of it anyway. So, mm-hmm. you know, we yeah, take I just, on the pressure. We take on the stress. Well, I told, I told uh, Kenny the other day, I said... Yes, stressful things can happen, but it's how you react to the stressful situation that mm-hmm. is the key. So mm-hmm. you can't keep using this one reason for an excuse to do something. Well, you can. It's just not going to work real well. <laughs> well, obviously it's not, you know. We were talking about quitting smoking, and that's like, and he's oh, yeah. like, when I get stressed out, I smoke a cigarette. And I was like, mm-hmm. that can't be your fallback, though. That can't, You can't have, use that as a reason to, to want a cigarette. Like, you're addicted. That's 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 different. That can be worked on. But don't sit there and say, oh, when something stressful happens, I'm, I, I need to smoke a cigarette. There's other things you can do, and there's other ways you can react to the situation. Unless you want to stay addicted. Unless what? Unless you want to stay addicted. Well, yeah. But if you're trying to quit, we, we can't go down that route. That's, well, yeah. Well, if you're trying to quit, then I think you also have to give up on the idea of being addicted. Mm, yep. I agree. That's a, a harder uh, thing to beat so to speak in your mind but it, mm-hmm. it is in your mind yeah it is it's all in the mind and mm-hmm. it's, it's just it's annoying mm, it is it <laughs> it's is. really irritating it's frustrating it's like that that same programmed pre-programmed response keeps coming back and coming back and coming back and coming back yes so you have to be pretty deliberate pretty conscious about changing the response changing the behavior pattern mm-hmm. until you have recorded the new unconscious behavior but it can still be done. Anybody yep. can do it. Lots of people mm-hmm. have done it. True. With or without patches. Yeah. Or gum. Or gum <laughs> or any other method. I mean, whichever one works is what works. The main thing is, do you believe it's going to work? Right. Right. No matter what you do. Even if what you do is nothing, do you believe it's going to work? If mm-hmm. you believe it, it will work. Exactly. If you don't believe it, I don't care what you try, it's not going to work. you got to find a way to believe it. And the only way to believe it is to repeat it. Mm. That's you, how you build a belief. Once you repeat it, then you can believe it, and then you can achieve it. That's right. That's good. Triple triple, triple rhyme there, too. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. But it's true. And that's the way to build a belief, is to build it one repetition at a time. Over and over and over again. So, let's see. Any other new comments? No, it looks like they're, they're quieting down a little bit, but that's okay. Um, so... Getting back to the original question, how much have we covered? We covered, we were trying to address how to attract back an ex. Mm-hmm. Um, did we talk enough about how to actually take the steps if you really want to do it? And if you convince yourself it's the one thing that you need more than anything else, have we covered that well enough? I'm not going to cover it because I am straight out flat no. Like I, I don't, I don't think it's a good idea. So I'm not even going to steer nobody the other way. Well, I can but if think you of, want to talk about it, I'm I can think gonna... of alternatives. I mean, for okay. instance, it may not be an ex you're trying to attract back. Okay. It could be somebody who was a member of the family who you haven't seen in years. But why haven't why haven't they made an attempt to see you, or vice versa? Oh, clearly, there's some sort of issue going on there. But that doesn't necessarily mean that it's not worthwhile reaching out to the person. Is it not necessarily? <laughs> it depends. Okay. It depends what your purpose is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If your purpose is to reconcile, yeah, that's worthwhile. Mm-hmm. Regardless of what happens, I'm yeah. not saying that that if you want to reconcile, that means the other person is going to reconcile. It doesn't work that right. way necessarily. Mm-hmm. But you can't reconcile unless you give it a shot. True. So you know, if you decide that before you die, you want to reconcile with you know Uncle Ernie, who you uh, haven't talked to since you were six because Uncle Ernie kept taking your toys away from you. You know. <laughs> well, that's what we call light baggage. Like, that's light a fanny baggage. pack right there. <laughs> you can handle a fanny pack. Like, that's easy. 
<laughs> but I don't know. I'm talking about the heavy baggage that that goes back to like that's the stuff that keeps you up at night. Well, I don't know. I, I think baggage and its weight has more to do with what you perceive it to be. Yeah, definitely. Than anything else, you know. Yeah. Uh, I'm thinking of my wife's story right now. Mm-hmm. She and her father were never estranged, mm-hmm. but their relationship was kind of tense for years. But they mm-hmm. patched it. She made mm-hmm. it a point to patch mm-hmm. the relationship over time to the point where by the time he passed, they had a great relationship. Okay. okay. You know, so, now, had they not been speaking for years? No, that was, that had not been part of the dynamic at all. Okay. Okay. But they'd been at odds for quite some time. Mm-hmm. I mean, she had issues dating back to when she was quite young, mm-hmm. you know, but she found a way to patch them up because mm. she wanted to. It was important to her to do that. And that's also an attraction thing. Mm-hmm. She decided she was going to focus on and attract having a better relationship with her father. Yeah. And she did. She didn't even know how she was going to do it. I'm sure it's a little easier with family members because family members, most of the time, I'm saying most of the time, um, do want a relationship with you. They just don't know how to go about it. So it's like two people, you know, attracting the same thing. Whereas... In a relationship, if someone broke up with you, they broke up with you for a reason, and they don't want to be with you. So, no, I don't know. I think I could make the same argument for people who are estranged from family members. Um. Okay. I'll I'll take my situation for instance. Um. I don't speak to my father, mm-hmm. and that's my choice. However, I know that if I wanted to have him back in my life, he would happily have me. Hmm. So that's why I feel like. Um. But I don't know. I feel like that's a that's a once it's a parent-child situation, like you, the parent most of the time wants to be in the child's life. They're just waiting to be allowed. Probably. But not. But I can think of experiences that people have related that even defy that. Mm-hmm. Um, probably the classic example would be the mom who gave up the kid at birth mm. for adoption. Mm-hmm. And now they don't want to have to even deal with the fact that they gave the kid up for adoption. Yeah, they put it out of their mind and yeah, Moved so on. I, that person may not be waiting for, just waiting patiently. It may be like, please don't ever show up in my life. I don't want to have to deal with all that. Yeah, yeah. So it can go either way, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the real question comes down to, like you said, is there at least some degree of willingness on both yeah. sides? If there is, mm-hmm. anything's possible at that point. Right, yeah, exactly. Anything is, is literally possible. It's just... You know, where's the focus? Where's the attitude? Where's the, the feeling? Where's the belief? Um, that kind of ties into a topic that I saw posted on Facebook that I, I got involved with and I kind of wished I hadn't, but on the, <laughs> other, hand, on the other hand, it was, it was, it was good, but uh-huh. it was basically a person who was condemning people who are life coaches for collecting money. For, for being life coaches. What's wrong with that? Well, this was a Neville Goddard group. And Neville Goddard made a, point, made a point to say that he never charged for his lectures. And he even made a point of saying, don't fall for the, the, the tricksters and con artists who want to charge you money for you know, teaching you what I'm going to teach you for free. But, and this is a big but, mm-hmm. he did not go his entire life without charging people to help them. Okay. He them for the lectures. Right, right, right. But there's one particular lecture where he actually spells out what his fees are for doing private sessions. Mm-hmm. You know, so even he was willing to, to charge under certain circumstances if, if he felt that it was an appropriate thing to do. You know, it's mm-hmm. not like it was a blanket prohibition. But the person who had posted, that person was saying, oh, no, it's, it's wrong to charge. It's wrong, uh-huh. for, especially when there are people giving it away for free. They're the noble ones. The ones who are charging, they're just sleazy, greedy types. That was wow. the post. I mean, that's not the way it was said, but that's what oh, it amounts But to. seriously, though. Yeah. So, I mean, I figured, well, okay, if that's the way they want to believe that, you know, they, they can feel free to believe that way. But I did want to interject because my point I was trying to make was, are you sure you want to focus that way? Right. Because if you do, you're going to get a whole lot more people trying to take advantage of you. <laughs> you're going to get a whole lot of more situations that you don't like. Are you sure you really want to focus on, I don't like people who charge? Are you sure? <laughs> that's all you, if that's the case, that's all you're going to get. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a big setup. And, and I don't think I actually got the point through 
as well. No, you probably wouldn't with a person like that. No. It also didn't help that the person had a lot of defenders who were arguing the same thing. I told you about the Neville Goddard groups. <laughs> no, 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 it's not all Neville Goddard groups. There's, it's there's not all. It's not that. all. But every time you have a story like this, you're like, so it was in the Neville Goddard group. And I'm like, <laughs> here we go. <laughs> well, that's just because I've been spending more attention, time in Neville groups lately than in other Law of Attraction groups. That's all that mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, there are plenty, let's be perfectly honest, there are plenty of dysfunctional people in the other Law of Attraction groups. There's plenty of dysfunctional people on the planet. Forget exactly. about in the groups. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, there's no lack. <laughs> there's no lack of lack. <laughs> no lack of lack. <laughs> uh, but it really does illustrate, and, and this is the point I was trying to get to for our conversation here. It really does illustrate how often we, or perhaps how little, depending on how you want to say it, how often we fail to recognize that we're attracting or how little we notice what we've already attracted, depending mm-hmm. on how you want to say it. Mm-hmm. And I just, I, it's been a theme of mine for the last few days, but wow, if we can just notice more and more of what we are currently attracting, regardless of whether it's what we're looking for, just mm-hmm. notice it. I, I just get this strong feeling it's going to build up all of our belief systems. Mm-hmm. It's going to build up our sense that, you know, wow, this stuff really does work. Yeah. <laughs> when I don't want it to. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Perhaps even especially when I don't want it to. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the flip side of that, yesterday, Louis and I and uh, his friend, his uh, sister-in-law, actually, Astrid, who is a Jinshin Jutsu um, teacher and, and uh, presenter of information. I'm, I'm not sure exactly how she describes herself anymore. Uh-huh. But, uh, she, she is a consultant, I guess on Jin Shin Jitsu. Uh, but the three of us were talking about what it's like when you get into a really great mindset and stay there very, very frequently. Mm-hmm. Because in that mindset, you're still creating all the time, stuff still being attracted to you. A lot of stuff is being attracted to you that you didn't even anticipate it was coming. But now mm-hmm. it's stuff that you like. So it's yeah. one good experience after another, after mm-hmm. another, and it's like going with the flow and like, oh, wow, this is great. Let's, I wonder what's going to show up next. Right. You know, so it can work either way. Mm-hmm. I, I, I keep coming back to, I wonder which is the more effective at building the belief. So I, as much as I want to believe that that second kind, the kind where it's one good thing after another is more effective at building the belief, mm-hmm. I kind of think it's the other one. I think it's really. I think it's noticing the stuff that you don't like that builds your belief better. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. And the only reason I say that mm-hmm. is I, I go back to what Abraham tells us about contrast. Mm-hmm. That we are here to experience the contrast. That contrast is what causes universal expansion, which is another way of saying it, it's how we grow. It's how we get stronger, better, faster. You know, it's, it's how we we develop more and more into who we are. Mm-hmm. Which means that we do our growing as a result of stuff that we don't like. Right. And experiencing stuff that we don't like. Mm-hmm. Well, why wouldn't that same rule apply to growing belief? Right. That's why I think it really is more effective that way. I'm not saying mm-hmm. I like that, but, <laughs> but I mean, I, A leads to B in my mind. That's the way it seems to add up to me. Yep. Yep. I mean, Facts. what do you think? Does that make sense? Yeah, that definitely makes sense. I'm just like, what was I going to say? I was going to say something uh, along the same lines, but it's, I think you're right. It's easier to, I I feel like it's your subconscious plays a play though. Like it does. Well, obviously it always does. But, (laughs) but like when you're sitting out here trying to vibrate high and, you know, attracts, attracts good things and blah, blah, blah. But your your subconscious is like, nah, that's not that's not what you want. That's not what you want. Mm-hmm. What you really want is it's like, oh, I'm not trying to attract losing weight. Okay, and your subconscious is like, but ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> well, once again, Abraham points out it's not the ice cream. <laughs> it's how you think about the ice cream. I mean, that's I I'm not gonna say that's true because <laughs> <laughs> it's a theory. <laughs> Well, I can tell you this about the theory. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. One of the uh, side effects that Louise has experienced with mm-hmm. her hyperthyroid condition mm-hmm. was some weight gain, mm-hmm. which kind of is almost counter 
intuitive because you would think if the thyroid is overproducing, she's going to lose weight. But no, actually, it led to some weight gain. Well, it's um, the medication that makes you gain the weight. Well, interesting question there because it, let me lead into what I was about to say about it. Okay, okay. It led to her and me, both of us, mm-hmm. kind of worsening our eating habits. And and by worsening, I mean we were we were not spending as much time enjoying food. Mm. And you know, we were feeding ourselves sweet in order to feel better. Yeah. And it wasn't making us feel better. Mm-hmm. You know, so, so the bottom line was I reached the heaviest I've ever been in my life over the last mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I had never been, I, I reached 235 pounds. I'd never been to the best of my knowledge over 210. This is like a major increase for me. Wow. And I'm not sure where Louise was at, but she was at one of her peak levels too. Mm-hmm. And then we started shifting. Well, we did mm-hmm. cut down a little bit on sugar, but not a lot. Actually, we were still going out and having our ice creams. Speaking yep. of ice cream, we were yep. still doing stuff like that fairly regularly. But we were working on feeling better about ourselves and mm-hmm. working on taking away the stresses and not giving as much attention to the stresses and mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. discounting them and paying more attention to what's going right and doing it incrementally. We weren't making big, big shifts. We were making small shifts. You know, do a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more. Focus mm-hmm. on what we like. And then she went in for another um, checkup with her endocrinologist, got weighed again, and she'd lost 10 pounds. Mm-hmm. And I used the same scale uh, when we're there just to check myself. I'd lost 10 pounds, too. Mm-hmm. Had we been dieting? No. Nope. Had we reduced the ice cream intake? No. <laughs> but what we had done is we started feeling better about ourselves. Yeah. And we started feeling better about why we were choosing to eat something. Mm-hmm. So... I really do think Abraham's right. You, okay. you, if you go in with the wrong attitude and you eat a tub of ice cream, you're in trouble. You could go in and eat 100 tubs of ice cream, assuming you could actually swallow all that. You could I eat mean, 100 really. tubs of, of ice cream with the right attitude, with a really good feeling place, doing it mm-hmm. from that good feeling place, and you're not going to have that result of, of ballooning because it's mm-hmm. the thought pattern. The thoughts are what are doing it. Now, there are a whole bunch of people with weight issues who are throwing things at their devices saying, you're full of it, Walt. <laughs> Facts. Although, I have to vouch for you. But, because... but actually, actually, I'm not full of it. I lost 10 pounds of it. <laughs> wow. Wow. Dad joke of the day. Oh, I had a dad joke for you today. Oh, you did? I did. You're going to love this one because it's, okay. it's right up your alley. Perfect. Why can't you fart in the Apple store? I give up. Why can't you fart in the Apple store? Because they don't have windows. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> we definitely need a snare drum here. Put on bumps. Oh, my God. I saw it. I was like, this has Walt written all over it. I went, I saved it on my Facebook, and I was like, I'm going to remember it on Tuesday. Oh, God. <laughs> I, I just want to say that I can't remember the last time I resorted to a fart joke. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was the more the Apple Store part that was. That was oh, for okay. You. Yeah. <laughs> well, at least you didn't call it a fruit phone. That was good. So. Well, we ha- we might have some new listeners that'll be like, "What? <laughs> I don't get it." <laughs> Jeffrey is. Uh, uh, coming in more on the uh, topic of exes and so forth, and uh, uh-huh. he's also talking about healthy addictions and struggle and so forth. And I just wanted mm. to share some of the things he's written here. He says, there are healthy addictions. Most of the time, one addiction is replaced by another. Smoking cigarettes, for instance, can be replaced with meditation or exercise. And that's a good mm-hmm. point mm-hmm. because ultimately any new habit is, I'm not sure I'd call it an addiction because addiction has sort of a negative connotation to it. But um, Yeah, it has, it's negative. Yeah, yeah. But it's certainly habitual. I mm-hmm. think that's fair to say. And, and yep. So you're replacing one habit with another. I totally yep. agree with that. Definitely. Yeah. And he says, with exes, you can't take back the things you said when you broke up. The words we speak and the actions we take stay around for a long time. Private work goes deeper than the general lectures. Well, that's a new topic. So let me go back to that first thing mm-hmm. you said there. And that's true, except you're not limited to what you said in the past. So you can rewrite the past. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, here's talking about Neville. There's a positive Neville concept. He mm-hmm. calls them the pruning shears of revision. You don't wow. like what you said in the past. Play it in your mind the way you wish you'd said it. Play it in your mind the way you wish you'd said it and keep playing it that way. And you will eventually have a different experience of what happened. 
which is a pretty mind-boggling concept. I just like the title. The pruning shears of revision? I love it. <laughs> That's actually a biblical concept, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's and it's one of the more controversial things he said, but mm-hmm. I think he was dead on. I mm. think he was right on with it. Um, because if you can basically reprogram your mind to think about something differently from mm-hmm. the way it happened for the better. And I'm going to emphasize that, that you're turning it into something that you like better. Mm-hmm. You're going to get better consequences coming out of it. Yep. So, yes, he's right. You can't take the, 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 the words and actions stay around. But that doesn't mean you're permanently tied to him like Scrooge is tied to his endless stream of abuses you know, through the, the chains that he forged link by link in life. Well, that also depends on your ex and how many times they want to bring that up. Well, that's actually their thing. Mm-hmm. That's we're what talk- I'm saying. You we're talking control. about your, th- but we're talking about your thing. Your thing is what you said. Yeah. And you have total control over that. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Can Can you revise what somebody else said? Well, yeah, you can revise it in terms of your own experience of it. Mm-hmm. You can't revise their experience of it. Right. But that's okay. That's not your job. Right. Exactly. I mean, your job is to take care of your own experience. So, mm-hmm. you know, like you said, okay. what's your response? How are you going to respond? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, uh, he also said private work goes deeper than the general lectures. One-on-one means we can work on personal stories and struggles, which are all different. The lectures mm-hmm. don't work for 100% of people 100% of the time. What's hard for me to see a lot of the times is how I have attracted something. I'm still in the early stage of, the, of this, says Jenny, and, and I agree with her. And, and mm-hmm. yes, I, I, I don't think you're actually as much in the early stages as you might think, Jenny, because I think we're all doing that. Yeah. I mean, anybody who has not achieved perfect nirvana is working on that. Mm-hmm. Yep, definitely. So, you know, cut yourself some slack. Don't worry about right. that. <laughs> you're, not, you're, you're not doing a bad job. <laughs> Practice, not perfection. That's right. That's right. Um, but I'm with you. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of hard to see that I have attracted something. But yeah. Here's the cool part. On the other hand, the more often that we do kind of get honest with ourselves about, well, yeah, I guess I really did attract that, mm-hmm. the easier it gets. Right. Until it gets to the point where it's not even a thing. <laughs> it's just not even a thing. Oh, yeah, I guess I did it. Sorry. Oops. My bad. Next. <laughs> right. <laughs> It doesn't even hardly register on the Richter scale anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. I, and that ties into what I was talking about before. I really do believe that we do the most growing in terms of, you know, trying to learn how to get into that good place and stay there through examining the things that didn't go well. Mm-hmm. We do by examining the things that did go well, by examining the things and noticing the things that we manifested that were the things we really didn't want to manifest all that much. Right, right. But acknowledging them is huge. Mm-hmm. It's huge. It's how we really do our best growing and how we, you know, get the best, get get faster to that place we want to be in where it's just like, yeah, one good thing after another. Everything yeah. <laughs> Everything's in that groove. It's excellent. Yeah. <laughs> oh, goodness. So, and let's see. Oh, and Jenny loves dad jokes, too. Thank you, Jenny. And Jeffrey's saying, Jenny, that's where a coach can help. Sometimes it helps to know how and why, and sometimes it doesn't matter. You can just accept it as contrast and shift focus to what you do want. And Jenny appreciated that thought. That's true. Yeah, coaches are great for that. Coaches are great. Yeah. Coaches can help you see things that you just didn't see yourself. Mm-hmm. It's one of the reasons I like doing the podcast. I mean, I have how many coaches have I had over the years as co-hosts? I have learned I can't so even count. much. I mean, just incredible amounts. From I could probably count how many of us aren't coaches <laughs> easier than I can who are. Even that number is a pretty good number mm-hmm. when I add it all up. But yeah. 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 I mean, how many? I don't even know how many I've had, but it's probably close to a dozen. Mm. And every single one of them I have just learned from. Even the one. Yeah. There were one or two where I thought I wasn't going to learn anything, and I still learned quite a bit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just because, and, and I think it's because of perspectives. Yes, this is, definitely. This is the topic yesterday was perspective, use it or lose it, and I think perspective is really why it is we learn from other people, regardless of whether they are titled coach. 
Mm-hmm. You know, coaches have learned all kinds of ways to help us get there faster. Yeah. More effectively, more quickly, direct, right to the point, and so forth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's not like we lack, you know, unofficial coaches. Not True. Unofficial coaches are throughout our lives. They're all over the place. True. I'm, I'm going to vouch for myself. I'm an unofficial coach. You are. You, well, you've been one to me, and I have been to you. Oh, thank you. Yes, it's yeah. true. You know, that's just because, well, we do a lot of talking about the topic. That helps yep. a lot. Mm-hmm. We both have something to contribute on it. Yep. But mainly it's because we have different perspectives. Those perspectives are huge. Those perspectives are what make the whole thing work. And, right. You know, they're everything. Actually, if we didn't have different perspectives, not just you and me, but everybody, mm-hmm. it'd be a pretty boring world. <laughs> That's true. Because right? if we're all thinking the same thing, then there's no contrast, which makes it pretty boring. Very boring. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In fact, we'd all be having identity crises. Yeah. <laughs> think about that one. That'll really scare you. <laughs> don't think about it too long. You don't want to attract too much stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's not make it a thing, guys. Five, five <laughs> seconds or less and you're done, right? That's it. That's it. Turn on the timer. So let's see. Well, um, I, I was trying to think where to go with it first, but I've also noticed that we have lately, or I have lately, not always been getting the word out about the, the promo messages. So I'm going to do that now before I forget, if that's okay with yes. you. Right. So if you're not yet a subscriber, please become one. We would love to have you join the ranks. Most of our listeners are subscribers, including Jeffrey and, and Jenny and others who listen to the live stream. Um, mm-hmm. But most of them are listening to the podcast and they're wonderful. We love them. Um, then they get all five episodes that we do every single week. Um, but if you're not in that number, please just consider it for a moment. Okay, now you're done considering. Now let's go do it. <laughs> I know, seriously. <laughs> whatever plat- platform you're using, chances are you can find us by doing a search on your platform, iTunes, Google Play, whatever. But if you're not using a particular platform, maybe you're just listening on the website for the first time or you know, mm-hmm. you're know you picking it up on Facebook or something or you're listening on YouTube, Um in that case, just go to the homepage of our website, LOAToday.net, and right at the top, you will find instructions for how to subscribe. And once you are subscribed, about three or four clicks later, all of our episodes coming streaming right to your device every single time is what you've got to look forward to. And by the way, if you found us on YouTube, you want to subscribe there. How do they subscribe on YouTube? Well, you go to YouTube and you search LOA Today Podcast Videos, and once you've done that... Go below to the little red subscribe button. Hit the subscribe button. Next to the subscribe button, there's a little silver bell. Click all so you will always be notified when we're live. And that's just that simple. They're both easy. I like that. It's like real easy. It's These major easy. services have made it very easy to subscribe. I'm glad. You know, There are other things we could complain about. That's not one of them. Nope, that's, that's not one of them. Subscribe is real easy. So, Okay, so we got the promos done today. So let's see. We addressed the question of how to get your ex back, mm-hmm. and what was the other? There was a set, oh baggage. Yeah. Did we address baggage the way you wanted to address it? A little bit, but I did want to say I discovered I had a fanny pack this weekend. Oh my god! Not a not a physical <laughs> one, but like you know that that size of baggage. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I was talking with with the new guy, um, and. I said, listen, I just realized I do come with baggage. And he was like, well, what is it? And I said, I mean, on top of all my issues and stuff like that, I guess you can consider that baggage. But I don't. So I, you know, whatever. It's how it's, it's perspective. So it's whatever. It um, but, yeah, I realized because he was busy tattooing the entire day. And I'm used to talking to him the entire day. So mm-hmm. when even though I knew he was busy and I know how long tattooing takes and I know how much concentration it takes, but still, it was, like, getting late, and I was like, okay, I hadn't talked to him all day. Like, And then in my head, I'm like, oh, my God, he's ghosting me. And I'm like, no, Rational Alex, listen, listen, listen to Rational Alex. <laughs> <laughs> Rational Alex says, you know where he is, you know what he's doing, you know he's busy, calm yourself and have a seat. But subconscious Alex was like, but that's what the last guy said. <laughs> <laughs> so I did talk to him about it, and I was like, listen, I'm not going to lie. I low-key thought you were ghosting me. He's like, first of all, I would never. Second of all, you got you got you got to talk to yourself about that. And I was like, yeah, mm. I know, I know, I do. <laughs> but I didn't realize it was a it was a thing until that moment. I was like, oh, I have an issue. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> well, what the follow-up to that is, what's manifested because of that issue? 
Well, that's the thing. Once you keep thinking someone's going to ghost you, they're going to ghost you. Mm-hmm. So that's why I was like, no, stop it. And you've had some experience with people who've ghosted you in the past. Well, that's not, the thing. Not it's, him necessarily, it's, but no, not, not him. But it's been a constant mm-hmm. uh, thing. That's been a constant thing that's happened this just this year alone. So, so a little it, bit of expectation prob- going on there that turns into manifestations. A little bit, a little bit. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. that's a good thing to notice. Yeah. Because through noticing it, that's actually helping you grow far better than you know. Anything that that's on the positive side. Not that there's anything wrong with the positive side. Don't get me right, wrong. Right, right. Just you know, you, you notice something good there. Mm-hmm. Now, will you learn from it? That's another question entirely. But you I already have. have I already have. Okay. I, well, then I think the fact that I did learn from it because instead of keeping it to myself or telling my one of my girlfriends like this is what happened, I just decided to have an open conversation with him about how I felt. Mm-hmm. And then him reassuring me made me feel better, so that I can put that fanny pack away. Good. So communication you, you, is key. You 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 actually worked th- through that little piece of baggage pretty quickly. Oh yeah, I don't play because I don't I don't, <laughs> I don't usually have type this type of stuff. I don't subscribe to stress. I don't have baggage. I don't. So you know, open conversation can solve a lot of problems. Yes, it does. Communication is key. Mm-hmm. It does matter how you communicate. Yeah, definitely. Yelling and screaming will get you nowhere. Well, actually, it'll get you worse than nowhere. Well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> it'll, it'll get you into places you didn't even know you could possibly get to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Things that you had no desire to ever consider. Right. But nevertheless, it tends to show up anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, but you're right. I mean, you want to be focusing on what you like and what you feel is good, and you want to get that stuff cleaned up. Getting that stuff cleaned up is is a big way to grow and a big way to build a belief. I mean, how much do you think it might have added to your belief about how law of attraction works just just that one experience um definitely if i want to give it a percentage i'd say like a 35 percent more whoa yeah that's huge yeah i was expecting like two to three percent no because i feel like because i you know openly talked about it it's like i feel like I, there was a fire and i Talk and, and and like I called nine one one and the fire department came and put it out. You know what I mean? So by openly communicating with nine one one, they came over and solved my problem. <laughs> I love it. I love it. You turned it into a nine one one call. That's pretty yes. Cool. Yes. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, then I guess we covered the major topic. Oh well, there is something else we can touch on. Oh okay. Because the grass is greener is now going back into production for episode two starting tonight. Starting tonight. Yeah, we're getting mm-hmm. we're getting the band back together. <laughs> and we're going to start recording episode two, which is written. Alex is the sole writer of episode two. She got almost Aye. no help this time. <laughs> got a little input from PJ and I, but that was she wrote it. She wrote all the dialogue. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to be good to see how that comes out. I think it's going to yeah. be good. But uh, yeah, I'm hoping we can get it finished by my birthday. Oh, I would hope so. Yeah. 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 Well, considering we did the first episode in July. Yeah. We really need to kind of yeah, a little bit. schedule a little bit. Yeah. And we've had good reason for not being able to. We do have. That we have you know, legitimate reasons. You know, passage of a mother does you know, into uh, the next world does make a, a difference. And yeah, the there's a lot to go with that. that. Yeah, yeah, there is. But. Fortunately, we only have PJ and I have only one mom who has passed, and we don't have a second one who's going to go. So right, you know, right, <laughs> it's going to be a lot easier, I think, going forward. From My mom should be on. around for a while, so we don't have to worry about so that. We're good. We're good. <laughs> Everything's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So we can cut that uh, three month delay down to you know three weeks and then three days, and you know, work, yep. work our way down. Yep. We'll but it's going to be good. It's going to be good. We're it's going to be awesome. To Starting to develop the characters. Starting to yeah, I was talking to Richie, and I was like, "How do you uh, feel your character is uh, coming along?" He's like, "He's a dick," which is <laughs> 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 total opposite. I'm trying to write him the most opposite of how Richie is in real life as oh, I can. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, like talk about dichotomy. I mean, he's just all he had to say. It was like, "He's a dick." <laughs> the holla at your boy. <laughs> Well, it makes me wonder how how well can he do the method, the method acting? Because you know, if, if he's so totally the opposite from who the character is, that's probably going to be a challenge. No, he can do it. He can do it. He can do it. He's got the chops. Listen, we we weren't always the positive, healthy people we we are now. 
This is true. That's true for all of us. <laughs> yes, we have to dig deep into our past, to our to our club fighting days, and uh, <laughs> bring that people out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, it, well, it's good to know that there are depths to reach for. That's good. Oh yes, yes. <laughs> Experience is key. <laughs> yeah, the uh, the character doesn't have a huge number of lines in episode two, but uh, but they're they poignant. Ca- they're poignant, and they they kind of underscore exactly what he's saying. That yeah. Yep. Uh, yep. Miguel has a few things to work on. <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. He can definitely use some therapy, but he will he? Prob not. Prob not. No, but well, it certainly doesn't look like it the way episode two plays out. But right, right. Spoiler alert. We'll see word, though. But... <laughs> we'll see though. <laughs> so, but yeah, it's going to be good, and uh, it's going to also be interesting to see now. Uh, Carissa Pignatelli is our lead. Yep. And she plays Nance, and I don't know about you, whenever I either am watching or listening to a new series, mm-hmm. I want to see what's happening with the lead. Mm-hmm. Yep. And in episode two, Nance is already starting to take some growth steps mm-hmm. in a rather painful way in some ways. Mm-hmm. But, in all, but no, she's showing at least, she's at least recognizing certain things are happening, even if she doesn't like it too much. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be interesting to see how Carissa shows that growth. Because Nance is going to have probably, in one sense, the slowest growth, and in another sense, the fastest growth. Because we'll Agreed. see it more. Yeah. You know, when you, you, you see more of the lead than you do of the other characters. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. just the nature of what a lead is. Right. And, I mean, I can we can both think about one particular issue that we won't name because we don't want to spoil it. Mm-hmm. That, We've already agreed she's going to take many episodes to overcome. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but there are other ways that she's already starting to come to grips with it. Mm-hmm. And, and mm-hmm. that's the mark of an exciting character. Yes, agreed. Because that's three-dimensionality. Yep. That's not just a, one, a one-trick a one pony. <laughs> right, right. Because you don't want the audience guessing, oh, here we go again. Yeah, here you we go again. I mean? Right, right. Yeah, yeah. 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 You want to oh. trick, them to, trick them into thinking that and then shock them. So I, I can hardly wait to see how Chris is going to portray that because yeah, she, she's going to build up this character. I think in a, a really it's cool going to be way. interesting. Yeah, yeah. Now, are you have you given any thought to what you're going to do with Lexi? Lexi doesn't play a huge role in this episode either, but she does play a significant one. Yeah, Lexi's more low key. Like she likes to drop truth bombs that you'll think That's about right. throughout the day yes. and not even realize. Like, oh, Lexi was right. Yeah, yeah. that's because that's me in real life. So. That's just how it, Lexi's really easy to write. So have you, I guess it's fair to say, you haven't really given a whole lot of new thought to how you're going to portray Lexi in episode two. You're just going with, well, this is the way I am and that's who I am. I'm pretty much, pretty much. Unless PJ tells me to play it a different way. Other than that, no, no. And I would not rule that one out. (laughs) Oh, never, never. (laughs) My sister has a way of coming up with very intriguing ways of playing characters. Yes. And directing them. Yes. Yes. With good results. Yes, good. agreed, agreed. Yeah. 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 So, okay, well, it's going to be good then. Mm-hmm. So we got about a minute and a half left. I, I would normally ask you what's going on with spoiler alert, but you're not doing that anymore. I am not, but I am still doing the uh, the uh, Facebook page that I, the Facebook group that I have. Ah. Um, I believe I changed the name to Spoiler Alert for TV Fanatics. Yes. Okay. All right. And so far, a lot of things are happening. Mainly, we're all in an uproar about the Arrowverse crossover because they're bringing the old Superman to meet the new Superman. It's a mess, and it's like, what is happening? Is he playing a different character? Is he still? Because we already have a Superman in this in this world, so is he coming from another world? Like, it just the writers are very messy this time, and I don't like it. So it's not working, is what you're saying? I don't I don't see how it's going to work, but I've been surprised before. Okay. So, I mean, is this like the universe will take our other people seeing it the same way in your group? Yes. They are. Mm-hmm. So you're all agreed that it's a mess. We all agree that we don't see how it's going to work or oh. we don't, oh, we don't okay. see which angle they're coming from. Okay. So we could have a whole group of people who are surprised. Yeah, basically. I That'd think everyone's going to be surprised. <laughs> so with that uh, thrilling thought in mind, we'll have to draw to a close. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you run out of time, there's not much else you can do. But thank you very much. Thanks for coming up with a good topic too. I mean, oh no problem. We, we, you're right. We have addressed it before, but yeah, it's good to kind of pull that one out occasionally. Yep. Yep. So many people get hooked up on it. Yeah. Oh, I know. 
Yeah. If I ever ask you that, just drive down here and beat me over the head. No, I'll just take you out for dinner. <laughs> um, that works. <laughs> So with Beat that thought problem. in mind, thank you guys who are listening to the live stream. We appreciate your contributions. Thank you to our podcast listeners as well. We will see you all next time here on LOA Today. Goodbye, everybody.